everybody. Welcome to Augmenters. I'm Julie. And this is Jimmy. Hello. We are two business founders who started out as solopreneurs, yet found our greatest success when working with others. Mentoring is key to incredible relationships, and the Augmenters platform will help you get further faster because great relationships lead to better business and more fulfilling lives. You are here because you want to help others shine and see the light in themselves. We will support you in your mentoring journey with advice, tools, and stories that will augment your relationships to the next level. So strap on your ear pods, prepare to listen generously, and become an augmenter with us. Jimmy, I forgot my headphones again. No worries. Just turn up the volume into this next Augmenters episode. I'm pumped up about this interview we just had with Eugenia and Vidya, Telecom All-Stars. I love their story. And it's just one of those reminders that you kind of think mentoring is like a one-way thing, just one-on-one conversations. You forget that actually the concept of mentoring could really solve a lot of these kind of big global business problems. Like how do you get teams working in Israel and India and Boston and California on the same page. I was wondering how many countries you're going to try to name to start with I in a row. It's like when you play the geography game in the car. I could always I could always nail the I's, but once we got to you know Z's, it was tough. Although it's I bet you could comes... actually do mentoring in Zimbabwe and it would it would work. Definitely, it's all about the people, and the people on this podcast are phenomenal. Uh, we had talked about Eugenia a bit before, and she's a, a bit more experienced. But I think everybody knows Vidya stole the show. I mean, her passion, like genuine excitement for her industry and what she's working on. I'm still getting kind of like goosebumps now just about like, wow, these are the people that are going to change the world. This is the like the reason why, you know, the future generations are always the most exciting. And how did you feel about Vidya? Uh, well, I love them both. Absolutely. I love Vidya. And more than anything, I thought this was just a really cool opportunity to look for solutions. So as a business owner, you're always trying to figure out how do you get teams on the same page? How do you get people communicating better around the globe, virtually? And the actual thought that a mentoring program could create cross-cultural, cross-boundary understanding and collaboration was kind of mind-blowing. And and I loved the opportunity more than anything to have both of them on the podcast with us, sharing their own experience. So I think this is great, not only for any human trying to get along with people in other places, but certainly for business owners looking to create create that cross-cultural um, collaboration. I thought it was just a phenomenal solution. And I love them both. Great energy. It was amazing. It, and we have to give Eugenia huge crop, props here because she started this entire program, an international mentoring program, from basically like two core tenants. We need to reduce the amount of great talent leaving our organization. And I want to have fun where I'm working. And she combined those two into this mentoring program and then convinced everybody to take a leap of faith with her. And now she has a relationship, which she'll have the rest of her life with Vidya. And the program is continuing. It's going on to year two. It's incredible. And it can be brought really anywhere. So I think without further ado, we have to let Eugenia and Vidya tell their incredible story. Let's do it. Off we go.
welcome Eugenia and Vidya. We are so excited. This is the first time we've had two guests here, two guests who have had mentoring relationships, and uh, we're really excited to have you here. Welcome. How are you both doing today? I'm doing great. It's been a great day today. And you're calling in all the way for, you're joining us all the way from India. How are things going? How's the weather today? It's kind of rainy season right now. We have huge mountain ranges and I love trekking, so it is kind of the best season for me. I would love to go trekking. That sounds incredible. Uh, Eugenia, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's the heat wave is over. So we, you know, for a while, for two weeks, we had over 100 degrees. So now it's nice and cool. I can go on my porch and enjoy. Thank you for having me and Vida here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are so excited to get a chance to hear, you know, Eugenia, I think we had a chance to catch up a bit and I heard a little bit about your story and I was like, oh my gosh, this has to go out the podcast. Jimmy has to hear the story. So great. So yeah, if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about both of yourselves. Okay. So basically, as you know, I'm from India. So I am a daughter to very supporting parents who have supported me through everything. And as a profession, I am an engineer by profession. I'm a 5G developer and uh, right now I'm working with a company for development of same and uh, I like eternal student I would say I love le- uh, learning new things when I was in school I always loved everything about electromagnetism so from that point onwards I got uh, very much interested in it and I started learning more and more about it when I went to college I took my majors I studied electronics and telecommunication as my engineering specialization and then I came across uh, telecommunication so I just love the way how the waves move and every every single thing about the waves and electrons and all, all those things so from that I got my interest and now currently working as a 5G developer you are speaking Jimmy's language <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm blown away. I, I failed well out of E&M class. So I'm very impressed, especially I, I like your turn. You know, you're the eternal student. Yeah. That is a, a special way to look at yourself and always be learning. So that, that's so great. Thanks for sharing. A little bit about me. Please. So, and what was interesting, Julie, when we were talking about the program, you made me realize that it was about cross-country, cross-cultural integration. Because when I developed this program in April of 2021, I was just like you. I was stuck at home. It was COVID and I wanted to do something. I wanted to give back to my company. So I didn't know it was cross-cultural integration until you and I discussed. I am just Vidya. I'm an eternal student. And that's how I fell into telecom. Born in Russia, moved to Canada, have two degrees. One of them is master's in teaching. The second one is computer undergrad. So I don't have a marketing degree. Didn't stop me to become one of the best marketing uh, executives <laughs> in telecom. Snaps. Tell them. Snaps. Exactly. Yeah, we exactly. love that. Yes, 100%. So the only thing that can limit a person is themselves, right? If they say, oh, you cannot do it, then you know, you're, you're done, right? So you might as well go and just give up on yourself. Right now I'm writing a book. So all the experiences from my life, joining Chief, that's how we met, right? Yeah, the, I learned so much. I want to give back more to people that don't look, don't sound like the majority of the workforce we have. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, I'm also a mom. So Yay! <laughs> That's the other job that nobody talks about. And I'm a dog mom too. I have three rescues. We adopted them from 
Texas and Aruba. Oh, I think Aruba sounds like a great place to rescue dogs from. We did meet through Chief, which we love because it gives a chance to see this incredible network. And one thing I've always been super impressed with is just the support um, and how excited people are about what everybody's doing. And I think mentoring is such a sort of spot on Chief topic. So whether that's sort of the formal mentoring through the core program or just the way that people really show up for each other and support each other, it's really phenomenal. And I so love what you're saying. I so relate to it. The idea that just because you know somebody thinks you can't do it, that totally motivates me. As soon as somebody thinks I can't do something... I'm just going to go do it. And it's a great way to show up. And I think it's a great way for mentors to show up for mentees as well. One thing we've heard a lot about is mentors really see something in a mentee that they do not see in themselves and helps get them, kind of push them off the ledge a bit to, to go try something new. So Vidya, you were very lucky to have Eugenia as part of your, your mentoring life. I'm really excited to hear about the program. And uh, also, I just want to build on, you know, I think it's video. You're really lucky to have Eugenia as, as a mentor. The other way around, we talk about how wonderful it is for mentors to have fantastic mentees. And like, I'm still feeling carried in it and just excited about your genuine enthusiasm for electricity and magnetism. I mean, it is so wonderful to like share passions with others. And, you know, that's got to be really special for you. Eugenia, to be able to see such just like genuine interest. Like I'm, I'm literally like jazzed up and excited. I'm way more awake than I was 30 <laughs> minutes ago, just from hearing Vidya, just your love of what you do. I think it's really, really cool. Thank you. So Vidya, why don't you start how you learned about the program? There was one day an email came from me and you were like, yeah. that's where all good stories start. An email came, a LinkedIn request out of the blue. All right, video, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, actually, when I joined company that time, I was, um, uh, that, that was like COVID time. So we didn't go to office. And the only contact I had in my company was the people uh, from my team. That time I was a little bit scared. And everybody in my college told me that corporate world is going to be like, this there will people will be all formal nobody is interested in your personal life or maybe your views they just want to you just have to present yourself so nicely so formally that's it and one day one email came and that also from vp of marketing of our company so somebody from higher authority was reaching out and so out of curiosity i i opened that mail and it had one mentor program and i was quite interested and quite a little bit let's take a leap of faith in this i had no idea what is what it was going to be so i just enrolled in that and next day i mean eugenia texted me on uh, linkedin and I was very much touched at that time I, when I got mail, that time I thought maybe it is going to be some kind of company thing that, that they want to put on some maybe showcase that, that we are doing this for people and that for people. But when she texted me on LinkedIn, that, that time I realized, yeah, somebody is sitting there and who really cares, who really cares about my interest or my progress. And from that time onwards, we got together and we got to know each other. So it was great. It was, uh, I, I, I'm very glad I clicked on that link and enrolled in that program. <laughs> That's amazing. So you really had this feeling like, okay, I just have to show up, just like mm -hmm. do the job. Don't show that kind of personal part of yourself. But we talk a lot about sort of this Venn diagram in mentoring, which is your professional and your personal and how important it is to be a holistic person. But that's so cool that Eugenia kind of recognized that, that it is more than just about your actual work. It is about you as a whole person. Yeah. And Vidya, that you were 
willing to take a leap. So that's so cool. So after that, the mentorship program started. So there were a few people from same company, around 20 plus people were there. And so every single week we had one session about important topics like conflict resolution or the communication, then about different types of personality and everything. So every single time I learned something new from that, I have worked with people, but from that time onwards, I started understanding how they think and what exactly they mean by something. Uh, so that helped me a lot. So we had two types of program mm-hmm. uh, programs where the group mentorship, when we had, again, speakers from Chief come in, donate their time. They were talking about cultural differences, communication, conflict resolution. And then we also had one-on-one mentorship where people were working individually, privately with each of the mentees. And my whole marketing team were actually mentors. I was so amazed how much time their souls, their personalities, their experiences, they shared with their mentees. So one of my direct reports was actually Vidya's one-on-one mentor. So, I mean, I was very touched. I always thought uh, people from higher authority to be someone who don't have emotions, maybe. (laughs) And it... it... And when I met these people, when I met my mentor, when I got to know Eugenia as well, we, I, I was very amazed. And I somewhere I started feeling that, okay, I can be one, one day I can reach there, even I can be one of them, because they are not totally emotionless people. So somewhere uh, from there, I started relating to them. And I felt, okay, even I can achieve this. It's not totally different world. And they will not exclude me directly or some completely, they will not exclude me. Bosses are people too. Yeah. <laughs> so was there kind of an overarching goal of this program, Eugenia? Like, was there a, sort of a problem to solve or was it just more COVID times, people are feeling disconnected? Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you kind of led into uh, creating this. As a part of the executive team, we had a certain goal of retaining our people. When we were looking at the metrics, we realized that the young talent, the most innovative talent in India that we brought to the company, attracted to the company, we couldn't retain. And when we started looking and understanding why is because all the leadership programs, they were for middle managers. We had nothing in place for that talent that we were bringing on board. And then once we trained them, that talent was leaving our company. And where were they going, Eugenia? They were going to other because they were gaining the skills and they were going to other companies. They were going to Samsung, Oracle, because in India, the engineering talent is in high demand and especially young talent. So when I looked at this, I partnered with my HR team and the leadership in India. I've known them for years and years and years. They said, okay, let's do it. I brought them a crazy idea of mentorship and trying something new. And they said, Eugenia, let's do it. So I worked closely with the team, HR team in Israel, identifying the new joinees, then identifying the mentors. We did a form when mentees filled 
about the form, what they're looking for, what type of mentor they want, their personalities. We were very successful in matching the personalities. And that's why the program had a really great success. I believe the retention rate was of those 24 people that went through the program was very, very high. At the end of the program, it was six to seven months, group mentorship and individual mentorship. At the end of the program, the whole HR team, global HR, they said, yes, the numbers don't lie. Let's roll it out company-wide. Woohoo! That's, so, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, getting statistics like that is wonderful to then be able to grow the program, but the relationships are also so incredibly special to just you get excited to come to work every day on top of that. It's an amazing, you know, uh, power in two different ways. It's hard too, because it's harder to measure what the impact is on the mentors, which we know is also really important, right? Of course, we always want to retain the talent from the mentee side, but I wonder just from the well-being of the mentors, yeah, who are on the leadership side, it is, you feel more fulfilled about your job as well. We know, I mean, we've obviously dug into the statistics and Eugenia, you probably have as well, how mentoring really, I mean, that young talent wants to be mentored. They want that to be part of what is brought to them, especially in the corporate environment. And video to your point, where it feels like this is sort of this entity, people don't want that. People want to feel like they're able to bring their whole self to work. And mentoring is such a great way to do that. And how much fun is it that it's not just the chief marketing officer? This is actually the dog mom of a little puppy from Aruba. You know, like, <laughs> like I mean, come on. <laughs> like, you know, C-suite titles are great, but dog mom from Aruba, come on. <laughs> That is the best. Was the mentoring really focused on kind of this cross-cultural integration, like sharing sort of best practices? Because I know I have a global company, but we do have team members that are Italian and French and South African and Romanian. And there are definitely some cross-cultural, I don't want to say challenges, but opportunities to kind of share different perspectives. Was that integrated into the mentoring? Yes. So I didn't know, as I mentioned, that this is what I was doing. I. <laughs> That's a great quote. I didn't know that this is what I was doing. That's like... I, I, I didn't. It's very I, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, you know, some great things, you just, you know, start doing them and then you figure out, you see, and you're like, oh yeah, this is what I did. But I realized that this young students from India, they were joining an American company that had presence in the UK and also presence in Israel. And obviously there were culture clashes. So one of our sessions was on Hofstad insights about cultural differences. And we all did, you know, we went on the website, we compared cultures. So it was very interactive. And this is when people started realizing people in the program that the reason certain cultures yell at them, it's not because they wake up in the morning and they say, yeah, I'm going to make my Indian co-workers miserable today. It's because that's how they work brought. I, I learned a lot of things in that session and it was so great. Sometimes we, I mean, we all have biases because of our upbringing and there are things. So uh, sometimes people, they don't mean it, but we just perceive it. So it, it is all about perception, what, how we perceive and it, it might not be what the person wanted to say. And I think having that real human connection and even hearing those stories about, I mean, obviously from Israel, like life is different than it is in India, then different than it is in Boston and, and having the opportunity to really get to know each other as humans and the human experience that you have. Do you have any other sort of specific examples of any other sort of mentor-mentee relationships or things that kind of evolved over time from the program? Or 
What was very interesting about the program, it started as a mentorship program, but then it's also turned into sponsorship program. So basically when I enrolled in this program, so what I was looking for is I thought maybe people from higher authority, I will get to know them and maybe they will provide me some uh, sponsorship or maybe they can help me with uh, with uh, the things. I mean, give me a better platform, a higher platform, I would say. So yes, it helped me a lot. I came to know about people uh, like Eugenia, about uh, like the my personal mentor. And um, so yes, I would say that has worked as a sponsor for me. So and it opened new doors for you, yes. right? Because you got exposed to people from other groups and departments. And during COVID, you didn't feel alone. Yes, I mean, I still remember uh, when I joined, I literally had no idea what are the work hours. And I was so scared to ask my manager till uh, what time I should work like 10 to 6 or how I should work. I I just used to look at uh, people till what time they are online. I used to stay online that, till that time. And when they log out, I used to log out. So due to this program, I got connected to the people where I felt, okay, I belong to this company. I belong with this people and they understand me and they know me by my name. So that is a very huge thing for a fresher that somebody from my higher authority knows you by your name. It's true. It's really, it's about that deep, those personal connections, right? Yeah. And feeling that we're all, you know, human, we're all trying our best. We're all trying to, you know, kind of show up for each other each day. And I love hearing so much about that deep connection with the company. I love hearing how you all are looking at the website, maybe the same website, same web page is viewed differently by different folks in different countries, just about how, you know, culturally you naturally view something. So that is kind of, you know, the group looking out, but created within, like, I'm always interested in how, especially group mentoring creates community. So was there something that like within in the group, you know, every time you got together, there became like a custom or a tradition of some kind of when the group came together, we did something that that kind of naturally spurred what it wasn't uh, thought of at the beginning. Vida, correct me if I'm wrong. When we did the group sessions, I always made sure that we interacted. I made sure we put cameras on. And also, if you couldn't put a camera on, you needed to participate in the chat window. And I always cracked jokes. And then by the end of the program, I call myself the crazy Russian lady. By the end of the program. That was the nickname, Eugenia. <laughs> I was always like, okay, guys, don't let me hanging. Put your camera on. Put your, you know, ideas in the chat room. Don't let the crazy Russian lady hang all by herself. I still remember like whenever at the end of session she used to ask uh, there was a term like aha moment like what you got from here what was that aha moment for you so she used to ask everybody who didn't talk throughout the session she used to make sure that every person will talk at least once so that was great and I still remember in the first session when we had something like there were two through uh, truths and one lie and we had to get that by just by like hearing that and that time I thought everybody will have same takeaway like something uh, on the similar lines but that day I realized there are a lot of people with a lot of different perspectives and everybody has something to give something to share and because of her everybody was um, she made sure that everybody shared their own ideas about it or their own aham 
moments and it was always different thing so even in the last 5 minutes we learned a lot what we got through or this is how we can view this problem or uh, this session fantastic so what's what's the next step of the of the program you know i you said that there was 24 mentees to begin with and now hr has approved more you know where are you going with this kind of mentoring mandate if i may so i hope the program will continue because there were some restructuring at parallel wireless so i hope my legacy either will live on with parallel wireless or what is more important to me i hope that legacy will live in the 24 people that went through this program and i think that's the best legacy that i could build because vide is now became a multiplier so there's this book but by, by liz wiseman how leaders can multiply leaders underneath them and vide is doing herself amazing things now so vide why don't you share that uh, yes i can't wait talk <laughs> Yeah actually I view this as a I I love trekking so I view this as a trekking analogy where everybody has mountains to climb on their own but uh, when people uh, who are at top they they have better view compared to not top but uh, who are above uh, at higher altitude they have better view so they can guide people who are at lower altitude it's not necessary that you have to be at the top but somewhere at higher altitude compared to those, uh, those people so uh, through this program i realized okay this is how it, it works and it, it's uh, it's not that i have to go to the top to uh, give directions or guide people even at this capacity i can tell people okay this is how it is and you can do this way or this is how i did it so yeah i am looking forward to it so mentee became a mentor how cool is that amazing amazing so are are you now part of like a program in your office in india or are you mentoring vidya somebody overseas how's it working right now no we don't have anything right now in the office uh, but yes there are people who i know who are in a school right now people from my relatives whom uh, i am just uh, trying to tell okay this is the direction which i took and this is what i see right now from this altitude and this is these are the different directions you can take and whatever you feel like or uh, you can take that one so that's how i'm trying to direct those and with my little bit experience i'm trying to uh, uh, like direct them trying to guide them i love that so much because that is what we are really focused on is just making mentoring like just you just have a culture of mentoring like you're always mentoring if you're in a formal program great if you're not in a formal program great anybody that you meet that you're able to really either approach humbly as a mentee and as you said you're kind of a perpetual student so that could be somebody you know that you're always willing to like humbly kind of ask for advice and help but that you're also always willing and open which Eugene I could tell the minute I met you you know you were like how can I help you I was like oh my gosh this woman's amazing <laughs> you know you just have that culture of like how do you help others and that's what you created Eugenia was this culture like you said it's not kind of what happens with the outcomes or the KPIs but the fact that these people went through the program and now have a culture of mentoring that's how they approach their life it's incredible i'm covered in goosebumps me too because 24 people and then if they can help just you know one person it's big it becomes 48 people and then it's just explodes so we all can make this world a better place even the crazy russian lady yeah. <laughs>
What a nickname. Uh, and NVIDIA, I, I, something I need to call out because you know, on radio, we'd never, people wouldn't be able to see your reaction. But when you were talking about you know, helping some of your relatives in school and mentoring them from your altitude and your perspective, you suddenly broke out in this like big smile of just like, as you were saying, I'm helping my relatives in school and just like seeing how much you were taking away and how much satisfaction that you had in being a mentor uh, is just really special that, you know, we can, we can derive so much, you know, self-worth from just helping others. So going from this beautiful kind of hippie conversation, they're all like full of love. I have a practical question, Eugenia. If we have listeners who are running cross-cultural teams and wanting to potentially put together a more kind of comprehensive mentoring program, something a bit formal, do you have any advice, any kind of key pieces that they want to make sure that they have as part of a program if they want to get started so they can always reach out to me so on linkedin <laughs> Eugenia she will get back home. to you she will get back to you i definitely i will and i'll send my deck because this is how i created this program i created this program because chiefs they shared their programs with me and i'm willing to help other mentors so i think three things what the success is going to look like that's number one understanding your why why you're doing this mentorship program number two understanding that if you're running a cross-cultural program you need to understand the cultures that you're working with and number three is you need to have fun absolutely you often overlook yeah <laughs> fun because yes kpis results is great you know we're all professionals we're going to do it but we are working with humans we're mentoring humans we are humans we cannot forget that we want to help someone and it's a human in front of us like vidi and i we're whatsapping now i had i have another mentee i'm going to meet with her this afternoon she's going to teach me how to do tiktoks <laughs> Oh my God, can we join? Can we come? <laughs> yeah, can this be a group mentoring session? So, because it's once those mentoring relationships is, you know, when we were preparing for the podcast, they might be over, but the friendships that get developed throughout mentorship, they're going to last the whole life. The evolution is beautiful. Amazing, amazing. So exciting. Have you met in person, you two? Have you ever met in person? So I'm going to be in Paris and it, there is a good chance that Vida might be in Paris at the same time. So definitely. And with my co new company, I'm hoping I will get to go to India. So yes, I'm going to look Vida up and she promised, right? <laughs> when you come to the yes, you're going to look me up, yes, right? That's right. Definitely. You have to come eat the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited to hear about the hike that you all go on together when you're together. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe the dog walk. The walk around the block. <laughs> okay. That sounds like my pace. Yes. Great. Actually, we usually do have a last question. Maybe either for, for either or both of you, are there any resources that you recommend? Yeah, actually, there, uh, in one session, I was having some issue with uh, uh, boundaries. Like, I am very introvert person. And uh, that time, I um, was talking that I don't want to let people in. And Eugenia, she suggested me to go through Brene Brown's videos. And those helped me a lot. So I still have, I mean, I still watch them. And it is good. It is too good. She's the best. What about you, Gina? So I have a new recommendation from Michelle Ferguson, Women Mentoring Women. I know you had her on the podcast. 
and I just love that book. What I learned from that is that mentorship is always a two-way street. And when I started the program that I was thinking I was going to give back, what Michelle taught me in that book that I got so much more without even realizing it. Beautiful. We had a ball with Michelle. It's really fun. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you both of you for coming. Eugenia, thank you for coming. And thank you for bringing Vidya because I think it brought such a great dimension to the conversation to kind of hear the real life example of how it works. We are going to start a new segment today, Augmenters, where Julie and or Jimmy go out into the internet and come back with our favorite mentoring reading to share. And we were going to provide our pseudo expert, quasi science, wonderfully caring tips and tricks on how to approach mentoring situations in the real world. It sounds like it could be boring, except that if it's you doing it, I think it's going to be very entertaining. I'm excited. Except if it's you doing it, it could be very entertaining. <laughs> See, belt on. One of us is lying. <laughs> Figure out who's lying. Tell me. <laughs> so the most topical piece I saw today on mentoring on the internet, of course, came from Twitter. Oh, boy. So let me say this fantastic tweet. Oh, my God. The recurring segment here on our mentoring reading is you guess who this person is talking about. Happy birthday to the comeback kid. So-and-so <laughs> is 76 today and still relentlessly focused on tomorrow. Sending love to my boss, friend, and mentor. Okay, somebody who just turned 76, Joe Biden. Close. Billy C. So you got, you know, old white politician, okay. Bill Clinton, playing the saxophone. We got to be careful. We can probably piss off everybody by talking about Bill Clinton. And this came, it was so interesting that Paul Begala, okay. or Begalia, I can't pronounce his name correctly, but he was the campaign manager for Bill Clinton back in 96. He also helped out a lot with Obama. So he's mentioning mentor as one of the three nouns to discuss Bill Clinton, mm -hmm. who he then worked for for eight years, saying his nouns were boss, friend, and mentor, and love. Hmm. And that's a really interesting combination of boss, friend. It's almost like mentor is that overlap of our Venn diagram when you think about it. And Paul Begalia also looks a lot like Gary Busey, who was <laughs> also in the news this weekend for, for very problematic things. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, it's so true. That is probably a good half of who people consider their mentors are bosses that they also thought of as friends. I would be very curious to hear what kind of mentoring advice Bill Clinton has. I can imagine him. I mean, he is kind of the white guy behind the desk giving you advice is what I can imagine. But I think he'd have, I mean, talk about a guy who's lived and made it through a lot. And I can't believe he's 76. He was the first person I ever voted for. That's a great one, Jimmy. What specific mentoring advice he gave? I'm wondering if this is the mentoring advice. Because when you go to Paul Begalia's website, he says he's an exclusive speaker. And let me tell you, his speaking fee is under 25000 is the <laughs> banner at the top of the website. Is it a discounted price? That's the question. How did Billy C give you feedback on how to market yourself as under 25K? So is that $3? <laughs> is that 24 I think it's $29,999. And Paul, the mentee of Bill Clinton, likes to use a quote from Bill Clinton of himself saying, Bill Clinton described his longtime friend and former aide, Paul Begalia, as 
a witty dynamo from Sugarland, Texas, who brought energy, focus, and credibility to our efforts. <laughs> those are good words to live by. You want to have those are serious attributes, along with quirky and smart. And Sugarland, Texas, which just sounds like a place people go to pass out a lot of. I think this gives us an opportunity to think and remember how people like honor their mentors on their birthday with tweets. So if your mentor's birthday is coming up, don't forget to tweet. Okay, I'll make a note. Heather, my birthday is July 11th. Not my mentor. I will not tweet at her next <laughs> my... week. That'll be awkward. Our, our tweets will, you know, cross paths in midair <laughs> and shoot them both down, so they'll never be sent or seen and absorb, absorbed into the universe. Thanks for this new segment, Jimmy. Our mentoring reading, OMR. We hope this episode was brief yet bright, and now it's time to read us out. And remember, we are here because real relationships have the power to transform organizations and build dynamic communities. Go ahead, Jimmy. Absolutely. Augmenters supports mentoring that matters. Visit our website for the best interactive mentoring content at augmenters.us. Share our podcast with someone you care about, someone who needs a new mentoring relationship in their life pronto. We welcome questions and suggestions via email. Hi at augmenters.us or via social media with our handle at augmentershq. Shout out to our producers, Erlen Cato and Sean Omendam. Thank you. Augmenters out. See ya.